Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is The Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. Thank you so much for tuning in at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the Militia, rate, review, and subscribe. If you are on Apple iTunes especially, we appreciate all of you who have and are going to. Welcome. So Syracuse, 1-7, 1-6 in the ACC, drops their fifth straight game in a close but yet so far contest <laughs> with Boston College. Coming up three points short, uh, Boston College takes it 16-13. to uh, New episode of Tie Thoughts is out. You can go check that out. Also, J- James will be coming on. He doesn't know it yet, but he's going to be coming on here this week. We got, a, we got, we got two weeks to uh, play around, and we got to stick one um, preview in there for Louisville, and um, that's it. So we're, we're going to get James on. We're going to talk some Syracuse basketball, shed some light on this, what we've been dealing with. So there are yeah. some things to look forward to. So that, along with, I do not know when that will be, so I, I just want to go ahead and before we forget or if we come on after and just say uh, happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Joe's a vet. Thank you, Joe. My brother, my dad, my, all my grand, both my grandparents, and also uh, my cousins. So just yep. within my family. Thank you, everybody. And, and close friends. So anyways, and I do want to give a shout out too. Um, we can see like where our downloads come from. And they come from, a lot of them come from overseas. And I'm assuming, I'm assuming that they're military. So if you are overseas and you're listening to the Cuse Militia, first of all, I'm honored that you would even take the time to do that. Second of all, thank you very much. Yes. Um, and uh, happy Veterans Day to you. So, and I mean, we do pretty good overseas, actually. So, which is odd. And I got to assume it's that. So um, that is it. That is that for that, I think. Is that everything? I think so. I think so. All right, yeah. Syracuse gets dropped. Well, we, we played a game yesterday. We did play a game. Oh, yeah. We'll go over that. You'll hear oh, from us. We'll hear from you and fan feedback. I noticed, too, uh, I might as well just say, you know, the fan feed, well, everything, everything, people don't care anymore. So if you're here, you're hardcore. You're one of the hardcore ones. If you're listening right now, you're hardcore. If you're still in pulling up articles on Syracuse football and reading them, you're hardcore because yeah. – uh, all of that stuff is on the decline, to say the least. And you're and you're a top fan in our hearts. You're a top fan in, in our hearts. Case, that doesn't necessarily right. That doesn't mean you know anything on paper. It's just in our hearts, all of you. 
Every one of you. So we appreciate it. All right. What did Coach have to say after the game? Here it is, the Coach Montage. You know, first of all, on the touchdown, I mean, I was on the sidelines. I, I thought he got it in. I, I have a decent seat on it. But, uh, you know, they, they had a chance to look at it on a review, and they said it didn't go in, so that's fine. I mean, we eventually got it in, and it, we still got that seven. Uh, you know, it looks like he threw for a decent percentage. The ball came out of his hands. It didn't look like he was too rattled. You know, I thought he made some plays, uh, escaped some things, and he took a shot, you know. So uh, check the box. You know, he's got another box checked, and I thought it was it was decent. You know, anytime you, you're playing somebody that young, you got to find a way to win with your veteran guys. And, you know, there were some penalties out there from some veteran guys that I'm, I'm not happy with, you know. And I'm not happy with any penalties, but I'm really not happy with veteran guys doing it. They have a max defensive, defensive coverage, and uh, our quarterback tried to make a play, which is very, very difficult for over a row corner, over the top of a row corner with a thirds player on top. And it's one of those defenses that is not supposed to be attacked in the area that he was attacking. But there was Taj, and he was open. So uh, he tried to make the throw, and the ball got away from him a little bit, and then the DB caught it. And, you know, it was – I don't look at – that was nothing more than maybe that was a punt with a good punt return. I think the defense came out of that okay. Uh, you know, obviously we had the turnover right there. I think there was uh, – I think it was Sean Tucker put uh, – I'm not sure that wasn't his first one he put on the ground this year. I just don't remember him doing it anywhere else. You know, that was unfortunate, you know. Uh, wish that wouldn't have happened, but once again – there's another freshman carrying the ball, and and we're not down on Sean Tucker. We just don't expect it to happen a lot. You know, I, I I'm proud of I'm. No one likes losing. I mean that that locker room is you know, we're all messed up. No one likes losing, but the effort was it was a a good effort. And what I tried to explain is, is when you put an effort out like that, and you don't win. It's it's damaging. It hurts you. But if you're going to win those type of games, then you, you can't have the penalties. You can't have the turnovers. It's those things that you don't think is really big until the game is over, and then you wish you had an op- another opportunity to do it. Uh, there was a punt return. I was talking to Kim about it. It was a punt return. where He had, had a heck of a punt return, and uh, everybody was really good. And, he, and it, I love Nakeem. Nakeem ran off to me, and he looked, and he said, I had a touchdown, and I didn't say a word because I believe he had a touchdown too. And he says, all I had to do was go left or straight. I said, I know. I was trying to give it to you in my head. I said, the only place you didn't have a touchdown was going right, and he went right. Now, I don't know if uh, if Tommy's done for the season. I do know that we won't put Tommy out there in a situation where he can't protect himself. So I really don't know the answer. But I know right now he can't protect himself, and that's why he's not suited up. Jacobian, to answer Jac- Jacobian doesn't talk much. You know, he's one of those guys that he everything is action by him. And I'd be very careful what you ask him because he's a fantastic listener. Okay, so he doesn't talk much and he listens a lot. So uh, that's the most I can tell you about Jacoby. All right, the Coach Montage is brought to us by our title sponsor, and that is Bet Online. Look, things aren't that exciting for Syracuse football right now. Uh, they'll get exciting in the future, but for right now, they're just not there. But if you want to get, you want to make things exciting, head over to Bet Online. Look, 
They are um, giving you all sorts of ways to get in on everything over there. Bet online, they're going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on all of the action this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today. Use the promo code Armchair to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. Go there today. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Thank you. Bet online. Okay, so Joe, the good. Despite allowing 191 yards rushing, 125 of them from David Bailey, the defense, without a doubt, I think they played good enough to win this game. Jacoby and Morgan's first collegiate start could have been a lot worse, in my opinion. So I'm going to put that with the good, too. 19 for 30 for 188 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Set aside a bad pass that was intercepted and some missed opportunities to throw the ball away instead of getting sacked. Uh, Pretty good for a third-string true freshman. So... Yeah, I mean, not bad. I don't know what else you expect. So the bad Syracuse struggled to get the run game going as they as they kind of have on and off a little bit all year. Uh, Fifty two total yards rushing as a team. Again, Syracuse makes it difficult on themselves with seven penalties. Uh, you get um, a little more run going in this game, a little less penalties, and I mean just a little bit of each. And I think they win. So with that said, if this and butts were candy nuts, we'd all have a merry Christmas. But anyway, the ugly. Uh, Morgan threw an interception with about nine minutes remaining. That's not the to- that's not the ugly part, really. Uh, in the next possession, Sean Tucker, he gets stripped, uh, he fumbles the ball, and I don't know what's mm. uglier: the back-to-back turnovers or the refs kind of letting that play go on, maybe just a touch too long for my liking. Now, obviously, I'm biased on that. It ended up in a fumble, which ended up in uh, resulted in a Boston College field goal that ended up being the difference in the game. So, with that said, I think you know. <laughs> It's probably some bias, but that's fine. Joe, a surprisingly close game uh, where the defense played good enough to win, like I said. But as the story goes, Syracuse, again, struggled to score. Now, third string, true freshman quarterback, uh, a well-played game. But you got to give the hats off to the defense on this one, you know? Um, Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at. If you look at these stats, again, like I always like to look at blind resume, you look at the stats when you look at the fact that uh, Boston College had 25 more plays than us. Uh, I think it was the it was like 76 to 51 was the play um, numbers uh, time of possession. They had the ball for 38 minutes uh, we, and some change. We had it for like 21 minutes and some change. So I really give a little, you know, a lot of kudos to the defense because the defense has proven this year that in playing that many minutes, uh, Usually they give up more points um, and they end up giving up a lot more big plays, especially in the second half. But uh, that didn't happen. And maybe it's because they're getting more healthy on that end, minus obviously Trill Williams and Cisco and Coley. But uh, that and the fact that the younger guys are getting more experience and they're actually learning uh, and getting better every week. So that was definitely good to, to see. But let's not mistake in ourselves. Uh, Boston College, they kind of threw away. A couple easy plays there. I mean, yeah, they missed was, two field goals too. So they missed two field goals, and they had. I, mean, I don't know if you remember in the first half that play. I mean, the guy was wide open, and yeah, uh, Jerkovic overthrew him. I think there was like just two or three really bad throws in that same exact uh, drive by Jerkovic, where it just it just didn't look like he was feeling it. But uh, uh, some of that was self inflicted, as far as Boston College was concerned. It didn't have to be. Um, 
this close because I mean, if Boston Boston College kind of helped, is I guess what I'm saying. But definitely kudos. I'm not trying to take away anything from the defense. Boston College they left some easy points on the board. So um, as far as that that goes, yeah. And it looked like we talked about it. They they like to throw more than than they run, right? And I think we yeah, talked about it, that in the preview. I think we hit that kind of nail on the head. When you're that coach is smart enough to know uh, you run the ball against Syracuse. Well, he was. Hey, Jerkovic was obviously not having his best day. Mm-hmm. He gave him a go in the first half, and hey, why are you going to chance a pick six or something like that happening, or a sack or a big play, when you can hand the ball off to David Bailey and he's going to get you five yards carry? So, uh, yeah, that's yeah. what they did, and they just killed the time of possession. They killed the clock. They ran it down. Um, I think we only had what five possessions in the second half. And I mean, we came out and we had a nine-play, 50-yard 50, 50 uh, drive that ended up in a field goal. And then our next three, <laughs> next three drives, I think, was only a total of I, I think something like eight or seven plays. But we ended up with negative yards, and it was two of them were turnovers, uh, all the way up until you know, obviously, we have that that touchdown drive at the end. Uh, so there were some impressive things. I mean, I like that. There's definitely some things that you see with Jacoby and Morgan. Um, that uh, that you can definitely see some potential. Uh, I don't. If Rex Culpepper wasn't hurt, I don't think he would have got the start. I do think that we saw kind of how limited our playbook was and some of the stuff that we ran, uh, kind of very vanilla. And obviously, Boston College kind of figured that out. Uh, but he can move a little bit. Uh, I, I saw that last scramble. It looked like he scored a touchdown there in that scramble. Yeah, that was um, what you heard Coach talking about in the montage. By the way. Um, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, I, they never showed us a down the goal line look, mm-hmm. you know, which sucks. You, you, you got to put a camera there every time. I mean, there has to why be a wouldn't, camera Why there. wouldn't you? Yeah, why exactly? It's like why the, wouldn't there be? I know. Right? Like, so, what the hell? So um, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about, what do you think about the, the, the no whistle on the Sean Tucker run where he fumbled? Uh, I mean, that was I mean, unfortunate, too. I mean, what do you think, though? Is, if, you, if, you take the, if you take being an Orange fan out of it, weren't you expecting a whistle there? I mean, it was clearly he mm. was going backwards. Right. I mean, he was just trying yeah. to stay up on his feet, you know? So, the, one guy was hold, the one guy was holding I mean, you, look, it's football, and you got to play to the whistle. And oh, absolutely. Really like, yeah, that's it. That's and what, I understand. Yeah. That's what another fan from the other side is going to say or or just an unbiased fan. But obviously there are times where um, the whistle doesn't, you know, doesn't get blown exactly when it should. So, I mean, I was right there with you. If anyone's going right to get screwed you. on, it's going to be us. Let's be honest. No, I mean, we, I mean, we know that. But, I mean, as far as Jacoby and Morgan, like I said, um, you could definitely tell. I mean, he... Tell you what, he looked poised. Uh, didn't look too big for the situation. Didn't look too big for him. You know, he stood in the pocket. Obviously, he sometimes where he didn't make a quick enough decision and something bad happened. Uh, and, and it didn't look like he was afraid to make try at least attempt to make all the throws. So um, he looks better on the run in his, his touch passes. He had a lot of touch passes thrown over, thrown in pockets. You can tell that he's probably going to be a successful quarterback as far as especially going against uh, zone defenses where people can find the spots and he can kind of throw the ball in those spots. There were some times where, you know, some of those slants where it looked like uh, when he has to kind of pepper it in there and use some arm strength, then sometimes it's inaccurate. But again, that's just stuff that, you know, obviously going to be worked on over four years. But those are also things that, you know, if you throw him in the fire next week and you don't, you don't, you know, teach him, oh, sorry, two weeks, and he doesn't, you know, get more 
like if that offense doesn't get better and to the point where they can do a lot more things and a lot more variety, uh, it's not going to be very difficult for, for a defense to game plan against him. And we'll be able to tell here shortly, you know, we've watched, we watched Jacoby and Morgan hand the ball off a couple times and then, then we got to watch him throw and he looked pretty good and we got to see him in a full game setting and get, get the prep work beforehand. And uh, by the way, Real quick, they held the whole Rex Culpepper being injured thing close to the chest. I'm talking about holding things tight to the chest. I had, oh, yeah. I had no idea until it comes, you know, I see him on the sideline. He's got no pads. But back to my mm-hmm. point, uh, you know, we've got two weeks now before we face Louisville at Louisville. And I feel like Jacoby and Morgan, he kind of, um, now I don't know if Jacoby and, Jacoby and Morgan's the answer for the future, but I mean, we talked a little bit about that. But, you know, two weeks to prepare for Louisville, we're actually going to get to see what. I think progress looks like, right? I mean, yeah. it's a fair, that's a fair amount of time to be able to come back and see, you know, if he looks any different, the, the, his mistakes were really like, just, just, you know, freshman mistakes. He just, yeah, no, they weren't bad. No, no. they weren't bad. Obviously yeah. he, he definitely, again, from, from what he was ranked coming in from high school and what you saw from his high school tape, into what you saw now, you can tell obviously why he is the second string guy and that he is, I mean, it's close. I think that, I mean, if Culpepper probably would have started just because he knows a little bit as far as more, I mean, he's been there for five years. So obviously he knows the playbook and the system better so they can do more things. But with two weeks and you know, and if you know you're going to be the starter and you're going to prepare him, then there's a lot that you can install and a lot that you can do because there was a lot of things that he did that Rex can't do. And it'd be interesting to see if we can't get a game plan together and some packages and some different things that we haven't even ran this off like this, this year. Um, did you mention, use- did, did you mention the offense yet? Sorry. I was watching the end of this Raiders game. I gotta be honest with you, man. Unbelievable. I've I'm been talking sorry. About the offense I'm this whole time. I'm so-, so did you, mention, did you talk? That's not what I meant. I know that, but did you specifically mention the vanilla playbook? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. You could Joe, tell. I mean, I think yeah. everybody could tell, right? Okay. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, and just in Boston we were College limited. caught on to it, and that's where we struggled. Right. And all it's going to take is obviously Louisville is going to look at that, and they're going to want it. They're going to say, okay, well, let's just press up. We'll do man press on on the receivers so that they don't get open right away. We'll blitz them, and he's going to have to you know throw his touch passes or use some arm strength and to where he's shown a little bit of inaccuracies and, and it would be very difficult for them, you know, for us to kind of beat that. But again, two weeks, knowing you're the guy, I think he went in there. He, t- he took some hits. He got a, his, he got a touchdown. He got an, he threw his first interception. I mean, everything. And, and you could see him. He was kind of, he was just like nothing really messed with him. Like what right. Dino says, he's, he's a quiet guy. And you can tell that like he, nothing really phased him. So, I mean, I saw a lot of, of, of mental strength in somebody that, that definitely looks like somebody that could be a leader in the future. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, butter him up or anything, but he, I liked what I saw from a true freshman point of, point of stance. And, like, I, I can see this game being a reason why, you know, let's just go forward. We got two weeks. I think he did enough. He went through a whole game. So let's just see what we can install and things that we can do a little bit differently, you know, have yeah. some different things, some different uh, formations and some different types of plays that we haven't ran 
this year that maybe we can now because because he's going to be in there. Obviously, Dino's going to say the same thing. I'm going to play who's going to give us the best chance to win and everything like that. But after what I saw, like I said, well, um, yeah, I know I, I I said hold last week, right? Yeah, about you did. Starting, you did, but you did mention stuff. too about you know the only way you see him getting a start is if Rex is hurt. So iron- right. ironically, that's what exactly what happened. But but it know. showed me enough. Okay, well, you know, and he was in a situation too. You talk about him kind of being like, uh, kind of, you know, not. I don't want to say he wasn't emotional looking on the field, but he was poised kind of when, when he made those mistakes. And he wasn't in. A, he was in a good situation to start that game. And so, not a must-win game. You know, you're at home. You know, so it's not like no, a, the other it, team didn't have a game plan for you. They thought Rex was playing. Right. So right. And you, you got to do some, give him some looks that they didn't even see. In preparation. Yeah, and you, you know, the only pressure you really had was, is, or, you know, is this is your first collegiate start, and, you know, the cameras are on right. you, you know. So. Well, and again, I mean, you're down 10 after all those hits, the whole game, second half, not really looking so hot, and what does he do? I mean, I know that they play a little bit of prevent, prevent defense and everything like that, but he, they went down and scored a touchdown did what they had to do to possibly be able to get us the ball back. You know, we still had three timeouts. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else, Joe? Anything else in regards to to uh, to this game? You know, I will say this. I will say, you know, it wasn't as close, really, as the score, in my opinion. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I mentioned I, that's kind of what I started with as yeah. far as that um, goes. But- I mean, you- but they, gotta, they did have a shot. Get more than 240 yards. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did have a shot, though, technically. So they still had a shot. Exactly. Um, that's, and that's the whole thing. That's why, again, it's crazy that we had two turnovers and they outgained us um, pretty much 400 to 240. And with the time of possession and with, I mean, again, they, they missed a wide open touchdown and missed two field goals. But you look at all of these stats and it's like they only beat us by three. So. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, again, that's probably got to be, you know, again, we don't like moral victories, but. No, I, no, I, I don't believe in moral victories, but I'll take them. But a silver lining. <laughs> yeah, it's a silver lining. Exactly. You got to have it. You have to have it. That's this, why we. This defense is literally like the epitome of bend and don't break. Yeah, and they do a tremendous well. Well, I was just gonna say, yeah, for the most part, there's been some situations where they could have gotten killed. Like Boston College is way better team than us. They we they could have come in and they could have destroyed us. I think it could have it could have been there. They did last year. Well, yeah, I know that. I mean, yeah, I know. Was it fifty two to fourteen or something stupid like that? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it was terrible. I know, it was awful. All right. Yeah, you heard from us. Let's hear from you. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right, you guys know what to do when the game ends. Get out there and and look for the thoughts on the game, tweet or post, okay? And what you do is you leave your thoughts on the game, and it's magic. I pull it up, and we talk about it here, just for the fun of it. So, look. I know, I know that that um, it has not been that exciting to get on fan feedback. So I appreciate everybody who has done it. Um, it'll be a nice change of pace when basketball comes back, and we can have some great discussion 
on a team that I think is going to be pretty good. And we'll see what James has to say. Until then, look, you don't have to bet on Syracuse this week. Doesn't it feel good? Doesn't it feel good not having to bet on your team? Look, go to betonline.ag. You're not going to be able to get to a game at the Dome this year, at least for football. That's clear. But you can still get in on all of the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you. BetOnline. Manscaped, they're forever changing the grooming, the grooming game. <laughs> Joe, Joe's got, Joe's got the, he's got the little scruff going. He looks a little wolfy right now, actually. Going on the beard, yeah. Yeah, looks good, man. You look like a dude now. You know, <laughs> you look like a dude now. He could, you could use some work on that neckline. You know, Manscaped.com. The, the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 can help you right there in the neckline, bro. You're supposed to shape that up, okay? It's a little, it's a little, yeah, it's a little out of sorts. It's so, getting cold. Huh? It's getting, getting cold. cold. Jeez, I'm It's connected to your chest hair. All right. Look, the, the Weed Whacker, the new nose and ear and hair trimmer, provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps you prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor, powered 360-degree rotary blade, dual dual blade system, rotary dual blade system, easy for me to say. It's intelligently contoured design, enhances the trimming experience, and it's waterproof, which makes it easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful rechargeable lithium ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes on one charge. Awesome. Look, here's the other thing. Bet, uh, bet, yeah, bet online. They're going to get involved too. Look, Manscaped will send you replacement blades every three months to keep you, to keep you good on the on the blade the blade strength so you can sign up for that too go to manscaped.com right now get 20% off and free shipping with the uh, promo code armchair at manscaped.com that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com use the promo code armchair what are you waiting for get over there now thank you manscaped.com all right so you're wrong for that bro calling out your neckline it's a it's bad. It looks it's borderline. It's borderline. You need change. Will will podcast for food. You know. <laughs> oh lord. The beard's good though. I like the beard on you. Seriously, it looks good. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Awkward. Okay. Glad I got that validation. <laughs> All right. Look, I'm going to try to work uh, on that neckline for you. I'm going right? to, I'm going to read uh, Captain Patrick's tweet Stayed at OQs. Look, I, see if you can make something of this, Joe. Help me out with this. Pat, you got You got to You're going to have to get on here and explain this one. The GD last second BS second QTD for BC killed us. There was a blatant hold in the play before the wide receiver pushed off. Otherwise, better than last year. I think he, what he's trying to say is that this was a much closer game than it was last year, as we had pointed out, which is obviously true. Bye. Bye. At Catskill Joe, I thought the kid, I thought the cat, <laughs> the cat, come on, man. I thought the kid did a good job of QBing. 
Too many turnovers and big penalties. That needs to get better. The penalties, really. I mean, the one turnover was obviously not good. But the penalties, man, um, he says that needs to get better. Wow, does our run defense need help? I won, though. Took Cuse and the points. Congratulate. Good job, Joe. Good job. Good job. That's that's good. What did we take, by the way? What did we take, Joe? Not, we took, we Boston, took College. Boston College. Golly. Yeah. Well, See, oh people hey, are learning. You know what? Well, here's Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. Good job, Joe, going opposite of us. First of all, second of all, I told you I told you, sometimes I'll take one for the team. You know? Bet against oh, them. Don't try bet to against them. Get, the, get, the, get, that, get that bad sports karma mixed in there. It's a win-win. The, so the, the comment before, I think he was also talking about, so you know how they went down and scored a real quick touchdown at before o- the end of the half? Yeah, at OLQs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. They're saying that there was a bad like offensive push-off that, for that long pass. Like the oh, play before that, they were okay. saying it shouldn't Because uh, Garrett Williams... I mean, he was wide open, and Garrett Williams, he went back and was, like, talking to the ref like he pushed off. So uh, I think that's what he alluded to, as long as, along with having a hold on that play, too. I thought that there was a couple plays where there were some holds that I saw. But, again, you're always going to see that. At, at OLQs, we love you, dude. I'm just giving you a hard yeah. time. At K. Nebiwaniak. No, you are. It, huh? I am what? what? I am you're what? the one giving him a hard time. Go ahead. Shut up, Joe. Go shave your neck. <laughs> I thought the defense played inspired, and Dino actually let Morgan go through the normal ups and downs of the game, which is so important. I think, oh, here you go, Joe. I think Joe should eat some crow this week. However, Morgan 
didn't get hurt. Uh, a, however, Morgan A didn't get hurt, and B only had slightly worse college offers than Dungey. Oh, is that true? I don't even know that. Who were Dungey's offers? I uh, I mean, like I said, Dungey before. I know that he had offers from like Air Force and some Wyoming, some teams like that out in the WAC. So okay, and uh, yeah. Yeah, Kobe Morgan the, had Jackson State and Austin P. Like those are two D one AA schools. So into the again, I'm not trying to poo poo on the kid. I'm just saying that uh, I was going by the fact that I'm going to trust the coach. You know what I mean? And then that's kind I, well, of I think where we I all was trust at, the so. coach. I think we all trust the coach. But what he's saying some is some of them don't. What am I supposed to eat crow about? I don't understand. Well, he didn't get hurt, so obviously, coach. Well, to the to your point, coach believed that he would be okay. Like we like we heard, coach well, isn't even he going to put. Someone had to be there. There was an injury. Someone had to play. Oh well, yeah, I know. Well, I think what he's saying is, is he didn't get hurt. In other words, we were talking a lot about putting these young guys in a bad spot. Well, you know, he was he was he had to step up and play, and he did. And he looks to me, first of all, he looks big enough to take care of himself. Sean here, timeout. We had an issue recording. So the rest of this show is almost unlistenable to, but there's some good stuff in there, so we left it. We just want you to know that uh, we had some technical issues for the second part of the show. Um, you can either listen or you don't. Whatever you want. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously. Uh, and, you know, I knew. What? No, go on. Go on. Well, I'm just saying, I, I mean, I get. I knew that what I, what I said last week was going to make me – or make it sound like and make people think that I don't think that he should play or that anything like that. I mean, I held and my whole, my whole, my whole stance was that I just trust in what the coach sees in practice and what he sees. And again, I, I think that we saw that still, we had a very limited playbook um, with him. And I think that that was most likely now that I've seen him, the biggest reason why Rex has still been playing. Um, and that's kind of like where I went. So I knew that somebody was going to end up saying something like that because I wasn't trying to make it sound like he shouldn't be out there playing. And like I've been in practice and seen the guy play and I'm not trying to call him trash. I'm just saying that. But you're, uh, you're, tr- you're, yeah, you're overcompensating. We know what you were trying to say. It's fine. Right. It's good. I agree with you. I think everybody agrees with you. Does anybody want coach to put someone out there just to prove a point or, or, or put someone in a bad spot that shouldn't be? No, but like I said, to that point, it's, you know, he's not going to do that. So we, no coach would probably do that. So really don't have to worry about it. But this is D1 football. You are on the team. You're like, oh, yeah. you're like 6'5", 200 pounds. Let's, if you have to play, you have yeah, to play. Yeah, let's go. That's, so, yeah. I get that. Okay. I mean, I see Rob Hanna out there. I mean, he was a little our lead tackler. And when you see him, I mean, you could tell he's a freshman. <laughs> he's a great he's he's a great player. He gets the job done, but sometimes he just I mean, I just saw him a couple times. David Bailey just ran through him. David Bailey's a grown man. So uh he's out there doing what he has to do in a yeah. situation where we didn't think he was gonna have to be out there nearly as much as he is. Yep. Um okay, let's see. At Demi Dome nine, I think it's clear Demi Dome nine, by the way. I think he's new to Twitter, so welcome aboard. Welcome to Fan Feedback. I, I think it's clear that the team hasn't quit on Dino, and that's a huge deal. Yes, we talked about that. This team has been playing every down. It's just um, amazing it, it, coming into games and knowing what kind of situation you're in and knowing your record and knowing how many guys you got. 
Yeah. You know how many guys you're down to, I should say. Disappointed they couldn't run the ball better against BC. Dino is the man for the future of this program. Book it. I like that attitude. I believe that. I mean, look, like Joe's philosophy on 2020 is it's just nothing is going to. We can't judge anything off of it. And I think Syracuse was hit. Name a team that was hit worse in 2020 than Syracuse. Mm. Right? At Cuse Waterboy. I mean, what? No, there's no, there isn't one. <laughs> Love that Morgan got the opportunity and can't wait to see more from him as I think he can build off of this. Yeah, absolutely. Then that's what that two weeks is going to show. We'll see. Defense played great, but at the end it came down to turnovers and how the hell was that fumble on Tucker when forward progress was stopped? I hate ACC refs. Well, we all hate ACC refs. No doubt about that. But, um, you know, I think it was about to be blown. I think that's what sucks. It was right on the threshold of like, okay, it's going to be blown, and then the fumble happened, and they just let the play go. Right? Yeah, it doesn't make any. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. My uh, dad was going crazy. You imagine. Do what? My dad was going crazy. Oh, is he pissed about the about the no whistle? Oh yeah. Oh, that's and he always and he goes, you know, he just does the, the thing that he always does: football and basketball. I'm basketball when I try to be the voice of reason or whatever. I'm like, yeah, your dad's yeah. a very emotional. He's like the opposite of you. He's a very emotional fan. Yeah, and uh, so when we when we watch the games, it's pretty. It usually is me. You trying sitting to be on the, the couch trying to calm him down, and him yelling at the TV. Yeah, <laughs> and that. that's essentially. He's like, what? What's forward progress? <laughs> you know, just and I'm like, you got to play to the whistle, Dad. He's like, yeah, and we're home because <laughs> he's always true, about true. the whole. Home field of your home advantage and calling the shots and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I think technically everybody's neutral this year. Yeah, but well, kind yeah, we of. don't have. Yeah, and and if you and you know what, I have a new rule, but this won't this rule will, will never be implemented. But I believe it should be. If you do not allow fans in your stadium, stop the piped in crowd noise. End it. If you can't have fans there, don't fake it. Okay, that's just me. I'm sorry. The pumped-in crowd noise is just reminds me of canned laughter on the old 80s, 90s sitcoms. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so fake. Yeah. It's so fake. Um, I right. wonder if that's the same thing that uh, the players feel the same way about that. I mean, maybe not at home, but away. I mean, you think, like, look at the Notre Dame game, okay? If that did... <laughs> the, dead people there, right? Uh, yeah. They stormed the field. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) They stormed the field. They stormed the field. Uh, I mean, it was a mess. And it was like, oh, super spreader, super everywhere on Twitter. Oh, it's a super spreader. It's a super spreader. Oh, stop. Okay, if you're down on that field, you know what what the risks are. I I don't know what – what do we do? I don't know. What do you do? Lock them to put a seatbelt on them while they're – you gotta okay. If you come to the if you come to the the stadium, you gotta have the seatbelt on and a mask at all times. Problem solved. They probably all did it because they knew they were gonna get out of class for the next fourteen days. <sighs> yeah, true. Um, okay, look, we gotta continue, Joe. Come on, You're screwing everything up. Dominic on Facebook, not top fan Dominic on Facebook, I should say, but that's okay. Huh. That's okay, Dominic. I mean, we're, our feelings aren't hurt or anything. I'll take, 
I'll take the defense giving us a chance to win in the fourth quarter. I don't know if Morgan is our forever answer, but he did. But he is better than Rex. Glad to see Dakota Davis and Tucker, uh, the 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 Tucker back running the ball, the trucker back running the ball. Yeah. Yes. Um, obviously, it was great, and um, that reminds me too. Trail was supposed to be back, right? So um, that's not going to happen. He is going no. to forego the rest of the, the season. I should have put this in the, in, the, in the morning announcements, but he's going to forego the rest of the season and declare, he declared for the draft. So congratulations to him. He was an absolute thrill to watch. Uh, just, oh, yeah. just, a, just a great player, and we wish him the best of luck. But, yeah, good to have those guys back. And um, I don't know, Joe, you think, is it a stretch to say Morgan is better than Rex? Because there's discrepancies, and you and I talked about it a little bit. But you can play devil's advocate, too. You can say, look, you know, you said you thought that maybe if Rex was in that game, we win. And I said, well, we don't know what Rex is going to show up. Jacoby Morgan right. threw one interception. Which Rex is going to show up? The one that takes care of the ball or the one that throws ducks? You know, yeah. the, the one that gets stripped easy on, on sacks or the one that tries to maybe run out of bounds or slide and, and, and avoid a hit. So it's yeah. tough. Yeah, and after I talked to you and then thinking about it a little bit more uh, again, I mean, obviously, uh, Rex plays it's a completely different game. I think that Boston College plays that game uh, completely different. Oh, they're more prepared, too. They're more, well, and they're more prepared for what he's going to do, right? So sometimes, when, and this is why coaches don't say this kind of stuff and, and this stuff gets played close to the chest because all week that defense is preparing for Rex Culpepper and how they've been play calling with him. And then they get this Jacoby and Morgan guy, some guy they have no idea. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's kind of, and we talked about this in, at nauseum, um, in prior or previous podcasts, but we've, you can't just fall for the one week wonder of a quarterback who like comes in and does well, because it's all about how much tape and how much preparation the other team has for this quarterback. <clears throat> so um, that's really, it's, it's hard to say, do I think he's going to be better than Rex? And do I think he has the talent and the raw talent and potential to, to be better than Rex? I think absolutely. But right now at this moment, like, again, you can't always bring talent out there if you don't know what's going on or if you don't know the whole playbook, the whole system, and you can only give the team 25% of the playbook, then sometimes that's hindering more than helping, if that makes any sense. Even though this other guy might not be as talented, but he knows 100 out of 100, right? So that's kind of where you're playing it. And that's where I hope that the next two weeks comes in and, and they can kind of get him caught up and he can get in a fast track to be able to, to be able to do more of the playbook um, and, and be a lot better because I'll tell you what Louisville, all they have is this last tape and what they were showing. So if it comes two weeks from now and those type of, you know, these plays and we don't, we're not, our offense isn't, isn't as diverse as in the play calling and being able to, to do more things then um, Louisville is going to be ready for that. So we've fallen forward in the past with, with, with quarterbacks that have came in, and um, it's all about the next two weeks and preparing Joe, Jacoby and Morgan and what we can do. And you never know. There still might be a two-quarterback system at that point if Rex is healthy as well. But uh, Jacoby and Morgan, I believe, will be better than him. It's just right now that's tough because just true freshman 
and not knowing the whole system 100% like Rex does. I mean, he's been there for five years. He's 23. Of course, he's going to know it better. Yeah, and, you know, first game jitters, man. I mean, let's be honest. Had to be in some anxiety, some kind of apprehension. It didn't look about like it. it did not look like it. He's a, he's a, very, he's a very mellow, you know, like, like just kind of poised young man. I mean, really. He yeah. just, just didn't look like he gets rattled that easy. Um, I thought he'd be, you know, well, like I said, I didn't see anything to really dog him about. I think this, the things that he did that were, first of all, I couldn't get the run, run game going. That's the worst thing that could have happened to him, right? right? Besides throwing five picks. You know, they couldn't get the run game going. I mean, he did everything he could. I just, you know, but like you said, I think that he is, if he was 20, you know, if we look four years down the road here, I mean, I think he's, he's, a, he's a, you know, you look at him as a backup to Tommy DeVito, and you're like, wow, yeah, there's, there's no problem. No, not with that four trip. years, two years, or one year. Well, he's or probably what, 19? No, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Tommy DeVito is going to be here in four years, but I'm saying Rex Culpepper's 23, and we are, I mean, at least I was, like, nervous about him coming in for Tommy DeVito. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so a, a 23-year-old Jacobian Morgan, I'm not that nervous about that. I don't. I just don't think I am. Yeah, he, you're saying he'd be more far along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 100. Yeah. percent Oh yeah. He's uh, just got certain. I mean, physical. Like he's got certain tools. Like again, his poise is really probably what impressed me the most. The fact that he stood in there and took shots. Uh, he's going to learn to get rid of the ball and make faster decisions. But he didn't want to throw those picks. So he's the type of guy that was like, I'm going to stand here and take this shot because if not, this might be a pick six given, given points the other way. Smart you know, football, give, too. In the, turning in the, the ball over, right? So yeah. uh, he seems like, you know, smart, poised. He doesn't get all um, – he doesn't, you know – Panic. Panic when uh, he gets – when the pocket starts coming um, and closing. So, again, that was the most – that was what I was most impressed about and the fact that he could just had those those throws where he could just – like the, the, the touch passes where I got to throw it in this one little spot. Oh, the screen passes where he's going over the line. Oh, the jump well, passes. The screen oh, passes. Yeah. The ones where he, the one where the one where he was um, scrambling to the left and he kind of just like threw it in a little pocket to to Queely. Yeah. Um, I like those, the touch those kind of things. The, the touch yeah, on got, his passes were, were great. Yeah. Well, well developed. So, he's tall so too, you can, so he can do that. Well, yeah, you can tell that's one of those those things where like when you look at it technically it doesn't look great like mechanically wise when they always talk about this stuff like you know they talk about Patrick Mahomes oh his mechanics look awful like dude that's stuff that he's been doing since he's been eight nine ten when he's a backyard football it don't look I mean it doesn't look good but because he's been doing it for 15 years and that's just all he knows how to how to like that's how he knows how to throw that ball and it works I'm not a looks guy I'm a results guy Right? I mean, right. who cares? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, at, uh, at, at nothing, Patrick on Facebook says, ref screwed us. You know, quite possibly, Patrick. We touched, <sighs> we touched on that. We had to get it in there. I had, to, I had to bring it up. Top fan David on Facebook. Finally, finally this guy gets, gets the top fan. Good job, David. Congratulations. Congratulations, top fan David. We appreciate you. A lot closer than I thought. Still probably not winning winning again, but looking hopeful for next year. Top fan. He rubs it in to everybody in your face. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I looked two weeks ahead at this Louisville game, and I'm like, I'm thinking we got a shot. I remain optimistic about this. I really do. So I don't, I mean, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, you know, depending on next year, you got uh, Morgan backing up Devito. I feel good about that. I think I think I do. So, top fan Daryl, yes, another top fan Daryl, our man. This team is headed in the right direction. We lost, yes, we lost, but I like how the offense played today. The defense played absolutely great ball today. I hope Dylan gets some reps this season also. Well, we will have to either be way ahead or way behind for that to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. Um, but that would be, yeah, I mean, that's something, you know. And how about this, just to speak to that real quick. When you found out Morgan was starting this game, wasn't that like, a, a, to some extent, some kind of level of excitement that was brought back yep. to where you were like, you know, okay, we're going to get to see something different here. Mm -hmm. And let's see what happens. It just brings back, I mean, anything, that's why we play the game, right? So anything can happen. So, yeah, um, I would love to see what Dylan could do. Hopefully, you know, hopefully we're crushing Louisville and we can we can get after some of that. Yeah. Zach. Well, yeah, absolutely, dude. You're right. It, it was like as soon as you texted me that, I was like, okay. I knew I was going to be behind, but I was like, okay. Because you know where we stood as far as what we thought the result of this game was going to be. Sure. Yeah, we I, mean, I thought I was just driving over to my dad's house to watch an ass kicking. And, you know, um, that didn't really work out. So uh, it was actually a lot closer. You said that, you know, Morgan was starting. So I was, I was excited about it. Uh, my dad was excited about it. And I'm sure that it brought a little bit of a different type of change of pace or at least thought, um, thought process of watching the game to the Syracuse fans this year. Um, and I know that there's a lot of people out there that are just hoping that, I mean, look, I, I feel like you know, we talked about it, right? And as – we look the way that it's happened in the past. We see like Tommy DeVito, right? Probably two more years with a medical redshirt or whatever he gets off this year. But I mean, we, we look at it as like, is he's the automatic starter? But at some point you got to look at some of these. I mean, you spotted off the, st the stats last week and you were saying that, I mean, Culpepper and DeVito minus the interceptions was pretty close. They're pretty close. As far as their stats. So, mm -hmm. I mean, realistically, I mean, is, is it a shoo-in that this kid is? I mean, did Jacoby and Morgan just... Look, it's a possibility that he just leapfrogs into the one spot. I mean, it's a possibility, right? Coach is going to give us... He's going to put in who he thinks he's got the best chance to win with. So if we well, go, I mean, through yeah. the re go through the rest of this year and we actually have spring ball and all those things next year... But um, if, this kid, if this kid comes out then after these two weeks and comes out and then actually you know grabs the damn spot by the balls, literally, and goes out and wins a game against Louisville, plays close maybe, or wins against NC State, and then, you know, whatever happens in Gets Notre Dame. against Notre you're, Dame. You're talking about, I mean, a situation where people are going to think that, that one year, okay, give this kid one more year, let his body develop a little bit more, let him work on the things he needs to work on, be one more year in the system, this kid could give Tommy a, a run for his money. You know there's people out there, and that's what they're hoping for. And as a football fan from, for college, that's what you hope for when you see those things. Like, that's what this past Saturday was. Was it like, oh, what is this kid going to be? Could this kid be special? Could he? Could we see him being a starter next next year? And uh, I think he did enough this Saturday to, to garner that attention. and To at least um, get the attention, yeah. And we'll just see just needs if, to be and developed. If he some fine-tuning. And if we don't see him two weeks from now in Louisville, then there's going to be some upset. Syracuse fans, especially if 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 Rex is out there and and just giving the ball away or you know just you know 
Dude, I'm sure that there's fans, a lot, most, the majority of fans, they thought that he was should have started last week anyway without him barring an injury. And now after watching it, I'm sure that there's probably even more fans. Got to learn more. The, start yeah, against Louisville. Yeah, got to learn more of the playbook. Like I said, I'm not going to beat a dead horse here, but we got two weeks for that. Uh, top fan Zach on Facebook. Yes, thank you, Zach. Top fan. COVID screwed us this year. Um, our schedule is brutal, uh, brutal. I see a bright light for next year's squad. Tons of young talent. Um, if 2020 Syracuse football has shown us anything, Joe, it's shown us that these young kids are going to be good. And let me tell you, you talk about looking at the future. I know it sucks because I always feel like we're looking at the future, right, with Syracuse <laughs> football. <laughs> and I know it gets to be, you know, freaking redundant. But think about this, though, that these young kids, these freshmen, they're going to be here probably for four years. I mean, think about year three and four and what the, what these kids are going to be like getting this experience in year one and being thrown into it, too. Like, just thrown into it. So, yeah. um, you know, not for anything. Uh, Zach has a great point. And and there's a ton of young talent on this team, and and that's that's phenomenal. So, and I don't think that we've. I mean, again, you have said we have we've all said before. Oh, look at it. Well, we got these young guys. Oh, wait until this. Wait until that. I remember talking about that. Well, I can't wait till Tommy DeVito. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. I'm speaking like this year. Like I thought this year, Tommy DeVito's year, his junior year and his senior year were going to be so good because we had this and we had this. and then it kind of these these people left. These people got injured. These people didn't pan out. And it's like, oh, okay, but it, it was never uh, like what it is now. The amount of freshmen that are actually out there and, and playing, not just saying, oh, we got these freshmen, wait for two years, and they're going to be awesome. You know, they redshirt and put some weight on. Like like you said, we're actually seeing it. It's not even, it's not talk anymore. We're seeing these yeah, guys out talk, there. Yeah, it's not talk, yeah. And they're not sitting on the sidelines and we're like, man, can't wait to see him suit right. up. No, we're, yeah, we're seeing them. <laughs> yeah, we're seeing them. They're getting the in-game experience, which is right. the only experience that's necessary. Uh, let's do one more and get the hell out of here. Steven, top fan on Facebook. They played tough. Uh, we're such, we are such a depleted and young team, but we we competed. Jacoby and Morgan is raw, of course, but really strong arm. Had a couple good touch passes. Seemed cool under pressure. Looking forward to seeing him develop. Absolutely. That's to top it all off. Steven, yeah, it's like you already listened to the, the podcast. Right <laughs> it's like you already yeah. listened to the podcast. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, we will see. I think the game against Louisville will tell the tale, I think, uh, for for well, Jacoby and Morton, um, I think. Huh? Well, yeah, I mean, that and it's probably our, our last chance at a win. That, too. I mean, NC State versus, I guess it's still at home, but North Carolina State's, they're their rush defense is, is good, and they have some really big corners. I know that our – they're not corners, receivers. Our corners have been good this year, but the receivers are really big. Um, they gave Miami all they could handle, even with Leary out and Hockman starting. So um, with that and, I mean, Notre Dame, I just don't think that there's a chance. But, um, yeah, that's uh, that's the most winnable one. Yeah, it is for sure. So we will get into that in a couple weeks. Look – Coming up here, going to have the 315 legend, James Zuba, on the show. My good buddy. Joe's good buddy. Love James. Um, Just going to be fun. Be on the lookout for the buy-seller holds. Those are going to come for sure. But this time, it's the Syracuse basketball buy-seller holds. And those are fun. Those are fun, especially in the the 
you know, preseason time where we're just kind of going to spitball and kind of, you know, give, give predictions, which, you know, that's, that's the funnest part. And then we'll revisit them later and see if, see how wrong we were. But uh, that is it. Uh, I want to thank all of you, obviously, for listening. Thank you to Bet Online. Thank you to Manscaped. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.